Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, the podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then have a chin tickle. My name is Luke Condor with a K and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. How's it going, man? How's life? How's things? How's tricks? Life's free. Life's pretty good. Pixie. Currently, currently enjoying life. Yeah, good. How's life? A, how's life with you? Yeah, not too bad. We had a leak in the kitchen, like just. I, I can't show you, but it's just there. So uh... <laughs> you had a you had a, loo- a leak or a leak in the kitchen. Yeah, the leak. A, le- a leak, a leak in the kitchen on there. Yeah. What happened? Did you get the plumbers around? Round? No, did you know? It got it got really rainy, super rainy, um, and then it started coming through the windowsill. And then we got the landlord out today, so we had to. You know, when you get the landlord around, you have to. You can't. Just, you can't just get the landlord around. You need to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, what's the worst is landlord turning up with no warning, no prior warning. He he'll never do that. He'll never do it to us anyway. He's only been around twice. He's always uh, given my us land, fair warning. My landlord has definitely done that on more than one occasion. Really, just turned up. Yeah, just oh. turned up. Luck, luckily, he didn't have. He just wanted a bit of post. That was it. So he didn't come in and sort of like have toast. a look back. He's <laughs> on a bit of toast. I, I, sorry, mate, I ain't got any bread in. He's like, you shitty shit. I had to give him. A, I, I had to give him a crumpet. And, you know, yeah. that's never good for anybody. Sorted him out a little bit. Yeah, kept him sort going. Of. Bit of porous bread. I like that. <laughs> crumpet, crumpets are like the most porous. They're butter suckers. They like they suck the butter in. I like to. I like to yeah. have them. Completely drenched. You can drip, you can you can drench a crumpet and butter and then just drink it. Drink the butter. Yeah. From, I should from have the... put a crumpet beneath the leak. That would have soaked it right up. You can get you can get like giant crumpets as well now. So you would have been sort stick, of stick the crumpets to the hole. Yeah. No no problems. <laughs> I would have loved to hear what the what the landlord would have said if he came <laughs> round and went, what's, "What's that stuff to the wall?" And then you just got giant crumpets. Crumpet. Okay. Ah, oh, smart. <laughs> smart i'm not needed yeah. here anymore yeah. goodbye so uh yeah that happened and then so today's been quite crazy so this is the latest i've watched a film we're going to talk about and then talked about it do you know what i mean because i literally finished watching this about an hour ago yeah that's oh that's good sense. i mean it's, that's real fresh in the brain then isn't it Super brain fresh, box yeah. so yeah. i think i've definitely done that before i've watched the film and then we've podcasted almost immediately but i've also done the opposite where we watched the film like yeah. A week or so ago, and then you come back to it, you're like, Jesus Christ! I think there's what? a like a good uh, balancing out there because if you do it too soon, I feel like it's not. It's like dough; it's not been proofed enough. You put it in the oven, it's not going to rise properly. I've been watching British Baker, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you leave it for too long, um, I, th- I think it loses all the air bubbles or something, and it doesn't bake right. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Because yeah. sometimes it's like if I watch a film and then I don't let it settle. Yeah, yeah. Um, in my belly, um, then I can think all sorts of crazy things about it. Like I've watched, I remember when I watched Suicide Squad and I came out and I was like, yeah, that was really good. I really, really like that. And I think I even maybe wrote my little review out while I was still high on it. <laughs> and then I think two oh, days man. later, yeah. uh, two days later, I was flat. Yeah. 
Oh, like a or the, like or, a or the, like a flat coke. Yeah, like a flat coke. Exactly. I was all uh, the effervescence gone, and now you know that's what I feel like. So now, currently, I watched to, I watched Eyes Without Face earlier today. Mm. I'm not straight. I'm not straight off it, so I think I've had, it's had time to settle a little bit. Maybe okay. that's good. We'll see how it rises. So uh, just quickly then, other horror guff. Have you uh, been watching anything cool? Have you read, smelled? Have you eaten any horror cakes? Uh, no, I haven't eaten any horror cakes. I've been playing Amnesia: The Dark Descent, which I know you've been playing as well. I did. Which I think, little, yeah, I think that may be the only horror I've consumed in the last. Um, I did watch the My Little Pony movie, or just My Little Pony the movie, yeah. uh, yesterday, which I wouldn't consider horror. I mean, to some that might be considered horror, but I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and there were some creepy moments in it, you know. Sometimes it. I mean, it was a rated U film, which stands for yeah. what? You know. Universally uh, friendly. Universally oh. lovely. Yeah, there's absolutely yeah. nothing in there to scare you. But there was stuff. There was some scary bits. Yeah. Tension where you thought, "Oh my god, has this pony died? Has that pony died?" Really? I mean, Sorry. I was, oh, I was right far. there. I mean, yeah, yeah, it got yeah. that far. Like a pony got sucked up off. Sucked. Up. <laughs> so, thank you, pardon. <laughs> but it's a rated pony got sucked, <laughs> sucked out into like a hurricane, and I thought that's it. That's it. Princess Twilight yeah. is done for. But no, she was alright. Sorry, that's a spoiler. Okay. That's a major spoiler. Huge spoiler. Yeah, also, ca- there's a cameo from uh, Sia as well. The the, the singer, yeah. the yeah. pop superstar Sia, which I yeah. was I was made up about, you know? How did you know it was Sia? Do we know what she looks like now? Yeah, in, which in she, a, well, the character, the, the character was pretty much made, was her as a pony, yeah. So you just yeah, see it with okay. the wig and the, the hair yeah, and the okay. thing and you yeah. recognise that voice anyway. What did you think um, to Amnesia? How far have you got? Amne- amnesia. I'm uh, not too far. Maybe an hour. Maybe yeah, a little bit less. I think I'm about the same. Um, yeah. I, I haven't seen any horrible, horrible nasties yet. But I've, I mean, I've been lost, lo- lost a lot. Yeah. Um, and it is pretty <laughs> creepy because there's, there's noises. The soundtrack's like sort of like re- pretty good. Well, sorry, not the soundtrack as such, but more like just the sound design. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. and I think it's creepy. And I'm always running out of oil on that old lamp. You ran out uh, of oil. How far into it are you? About the same, I think. I've got to the point where there's, like, I'm pretty sure there'll be a monstery type thing at some point. Like, it feels like it's building yeah. up to the first sighting of one. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's creepy as hell. I'm not too good at horror games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I just got, when I'm playing a horror game, I've got this constant sort of feeling in the pit of my stomach, which yeah. is just, I think it's just anticipating a jump scare. Because yeah. it's the kind of scare that feels so much more visceral than like in a film. Because you know what I mean? Because you, you're very reactive to it. Well, if someone's going to jump, I'm in control. Whether I'm going to fight it or I'm going to run. Yeah. And uh, going to run. Almost <laughs> every time. I'm oh, just, uh, actually, yeah. I've just, got, I've just, got, I've just got into the wine cellar. I'm not sure if you're in that, at that part yet. I had to find a key and it got me to the wine cellar. I don't think I'm that far. Have you been I'm, past the gooey red locked stuff? Um, yeah, yeah. I found, I found some gooey red shit. Yeah, no, you're favouring me then. Yeah, interesting. Only, only just I think. Um, yeah. yeah, I've not played the other two games, but yeah, the trilogy um, on PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, th- there's loads of offers on the PlayStation Store as well for Halloween games, so I think I'm gonna go wild and buy myself some survival horror. Nice. So, just quickly, Netflix have put two new horror films up. Netflix originals, 1922, which is uh, oh yeah, the Stephen Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, that's quite good. It was. Um, very uh what's the word what's the word for it so it wasn't like there wasn't jump scary or anything it was a very much just like a slow burn slow like rock sort of thing i'll be honest so it is so it is a horror then oh yeah it's full-on horror yeah yeah but what's it's the basic um, what's the basic premise of that sorry it's all right uh so it's a guy and his son and wife and they live on a farm and the wife wants to leave wants to sell the farm but the guy played by thomas jane he just does not want to leave the farm. He want, he, he's a farmer through and through. And he makes a decision and convinces his kid to help him kill the, kill the mum. And then it's about, like, uh, things just go sort of eerie from there. Like, they're kind of haunted by what they've done. Things just go out of control. It's, uh, it's very good. Thomas Jane, um, although I understand what he's doing, like, it's really really good performance. Um he sounds, he's got his proper old school uh, American farmer accent voice. And it's probably very much, 
in keeping with that tone of that what, what people probably spoke like back then. But it sounds like he's chewing on a condom. Like it sounds like he's uh, like you can <laughs> you can almost Jesus. hear like the uh, the squeaky plastic between his teeth, like as he's talking. Like I don't, know, I don't know. That's the best way I can describe it. Have you used that analogy already? Please tell me. Thomas Jane chewing on a condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah only <laughs> he's got a lovely pair of dungarees on in the poster, is he not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's how many how many Stephen King adaptations have we had this year thus far? This is this so three three major three four four films. Uh, the Mist TV show, Mister Mercedes, Mister Mercedes. So that's that's six things already that just spring to mind. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, and then the Babysitter. Uh, so I recommend um, 1922. It was good. Uh, yeah. The Babysitter, this is a weird one. So it's a horror comedy. Um, it's directed by Mick G. Um, so, <laughs> oh, no, is it? Yeah. Oh, but, Mick G, it, as in Terminator Salvation. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. Like, for in terms of like a film that's like just a fun horror comedy watch. So the idea is that a kid's got a babysitter. She's like the coolest babysitter ever. She help has shots with him and stuff. And then he stays up one night after he's supposed to go to sleep to catch what the babysitter does after he goes to sleep. And then it turns out she's in a satanic cult and they're going to be they sacrifice a guy and they've been siphoning his innocent blood. Uh, and because he sees them, they try and kill him. I guess it's completely ludicrous, <laughs> like absolutely yeah. ludicrous. Um, but it's it's fun. There's some funny lines. Is it is it eight, is it eighties? It looks no, is it like no. 80s aesthetic? No, okay. No. Although um, there's some 80s synthy music, you know. And just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it's all a rage, Luke. It's all a rage. Can you give me a rating for both of those for both of those films? So, so now mm-hmm. I think about going to watch those. Yeah, 1922, I'd give a three and a half out of five. What's that? St- stick to the horror hangout rating system, mate. Stick to the horror hangout rating system. Well, okay, so because <laughs> I don't think either of those films really would be anywhere near as, as good or as unique as the films that we're doing on this list. Okay. But just as a standard sort of rating, I give 922 a C um, and Babysitter a C minus. Okay. Yeah. Worth that, it. Yeah, I know, worth, I know worth what you crack. mean. That, that, that kind of hovers around like a 6, 6.57 rating yeah. out of 10, even yeah. though you went for an out of 5 rating. I mean, our rating system is all over the place, mate. I mean, there's so many levels. Yeah, well, you want to keep them guessing, don't you? You don't want anyone to know fully what you keep keep everybody guessing and just to, and I'd I'd give My Little Pony a B. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a, a seven point eight, and I've not even seen it. But yes, for the, you, <laughs> you don't want anyone to really know what you think about a film. <laughs> like yeah. Mark Mark Kermode, he doesn't even rate them. He just he gives you like the he either really detests the film or like he'll give you the good and the bad, and then you'll think, so does he like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I do yeah. enjoy listening to Mark Kermode's reviews just simply yeah, for si- for Simon Mayo's little. Uh, yeah. Here's Simon Mayo, isn't it? His li- the little he chips in every now and again with a little. Either either he corrects Mark Kermode, yeah. or he just like says something really patronising. Yeah. Then, like, if Mark Kermode said like a, a phrase or something, and Simon Mayo like doesn't understand what it means, so he'll. It would like go to town to try and make him say, "What does that mean?" Like even if yeah, it's yeah. nothing to do with so it. What does that mean yeah. again, Mark? You go, "Don't yeah. you mean this, Mark?" And I go, yeah. "Well, yes, of course I mean this." But yes, yes. Yeah, and then uh, and I go, "I hated it." <laughs> like no matter what, <laughs> yeah, it comes, I, absolutely... <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated it. Did, did you yeah. even watch it, Simon Mayo? What's your role in all of this? What's your, What's your role, goal? Simon? Okay, uh, yeah. So some good stuff out there at the minute, I guess. But today we are talking about. The next film on the list, number 22, Eyes Without a Face. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about it? Sure thing. Sure thing. Uh, yes. Eyes Without a Face. Yes. It's a 1960 uh, horror film adaptation of Jean Redon's novel. Uh, it's directed by Georges Franjou and stars Pierre Brassior and Alida Vallée. <laughs> I think I'm nailing, the, I'm nailing these uh, these names today. You do French uh, at did I do? Yes, and I think I got like an E or something. Ooh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, that counts as that e, it's an E for excellent. Uh, okay, and the plot um, a surgeon causes an accident which leaves his daughter disfigured and goes to extremes to give her a new face. What is the author called of the book? The author of the book was called 
something. I've deleted. I've closed that tab <laughs> down. There. No Jean okay. Redon. 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 His catchphrase was, "It's ridiculous." That's what he said. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and when you finished the page, you said, "No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't stop reading." Redon. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> come That's on, good. Yeah. come on, give me That's that. Good. Yeah. Give me that. Applause. Yeah. There you go. Applause. You, know you were delayed for a couple of seconds. I thought it'd fallen flat. No, like that no. Coke. no. It's solid effort. It was a juicy crumpet. Okay, so it was a good bake. Uh, so this is what the um, <laughs> horror hangout people had to say. Horror movies love a mad scientist. And they don't care. They don't come much madder than Pierre Brasseur's boffin, Doctor Genesier, in this quietly insidious spooker. He attempts to make amends for causing the car accident that's ruined his daughter's face by grafting the visages of other women onto it. You don't need to be au fait with the plot of Face Off to see where this could go wrong. George Franju's capacity to eke pathos... I had a German GCSE, so I'm ruining these names. George Franju's capacity to eke pathos as well as eeks from premise makes it, as an, makes it an enduring classic more than worthy of Pedro Alamodovar's 2011 homage, The Skin I Live In. Um, it's got a 98% exactly. rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.8 on IMDb. We've asked the Facebook group and Andy CT said, not seen this one myself, but the visuals are quite striking. The mask has quite a Michael Myers quality to it. Might have to give it a watch, providing you guys don't conclude that it's a load of toss. We'll have to wait and see. Wow. Uh, Kev here says, great film, sort of my third year of uni during Horror Nation. Cool, cool. So, did you uh, have you seen this before? Have you, have you, do you know what it is? Have you, what did you think? I've not, I've not seen this before. I'm familiar with some of the visuals. Obviously, quite, quite um, striking visuals, as Mr. Andy CT suggested. Um, very Michael Myers, this mask. I agree. Um, I kind of thought that all the way through. Seeing as we watched the skin I live in, what several weeks back, well, a number of weeks, quite a lot of weeks back. Yeah. Um, this had the skin I live in all over it, or obviously. The skin I live in has this all over it. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it felt incredibly similar in terms of setup. Um, obviously, no, obviously there's a very distinctive, different plot point in the skin I live in, which makes it completely different. But yeah, it felt it felt the same. Um, I thought it was all right. You know, I mean, there are some bits I couldn't. There are some some elements of the story which I found a little bit uninteresting. When yeah. it kind of retur- when it kind of returned to the police officers, I was a bit like, well, I'm kind of not interested in this and this. Yeah. I didn't kind of rate how well they were doing it, trying to follow up the leads. Uh, in, in, yeah. In it. They and, were, they, they seemed, and they kind of didn't do anything in the end. No, they didn't. Yeah. They, they, exactly. They did absolutely nothing. Um, no. But the but the main characters were good. Like her dad was good. Um, the lead, the leading lady was good. And also the, the other lady who was, it wasn't her mother, was it? It was sort of like there's the, no, it just, yeah, it's, it was the ego of the relationship. Yeah. 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 I, thought, I mean, I thought she was good as well. Um, yeah, 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 but I mean, yeah, what did you think, Luke? Well, so yeah, the skin I live in, you can't watch this and not see that now. Um, especially like the the way that the mask present, kind of reminded me of uh, like that, that kind of plasticky clothing that the, the woman wears in the skin I live in. There's a lot of like, like little, little snippets like that. Uh, there's some funky ass music in this film, <laughs> like, yeah. The, yeah, the eagle quite, woman uh, has it has like a theme tune, and it's like a fairground vaudeville yeah. sort of thing. It, it's almost like it's supposed to be like quite sinister. But I every time it came on, I was a bit like, I quite like it. I quite yeah. enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also obviously in terms of body horror and gore stuff. I mean, this was nineteen sixty, so obviously we've seen several bits of bobs. But there are stuff here that obviously was. I was thinking that's quite disgusting for a film from nineteen sixty. Yeah. Um, the critical reaction, I've got a quote here from Wikipedia. Critical reaction ranged from praise to disgust. Because, like, it was pretty disgusting. I mean, not, I mean, rage from much. praise to disgust. I mean, yeah. that's how I rate, that's pretty much how I rate anything and yeah. everything. <laughs> that's our new uh, uh, horror hangout rating system praise or disgust. Praise or disgust. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, would I say it's my favorite? Would I say it should be this high up on the list? Um, Maybe I, I mean I don't know what influence this had. I, in... Yeah, I mean even even if it had a massive influence on the skin I live in, I think the skin I live in is far superior in almost every way. Not just because it's got Antonio Banderas in it. Well, that helps, yeah. and, a, and, a, and a guy in a tiger costume 
he goes around oh, yeah. some raping. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I need to watch this film again, even though I watched it just just a few weeks ago. I yeah. mean, it is superior. It is superior in every way. This is kind of like it kind of goes through the motions and kind of repeats itself a few times. We kind of see. Do you know what I mean? Find a new victim. Um, I don't. Drugger. Um, Draw Chris, on a face. I don't really f- understand or feel the actual pain of Christiane. Yeah, uh, she, she looks like a moody teen- teenager. She looks a bit like a moody teenager who's I'm out of just, face. I'm hideous. I've got spots everywhere. And, and I don't want to be mean, Luke. I'm not going to yeah. be mean here. All right. It's going to sound. It's going to sound mean. Oh no! Here we go. When when she has her face all right for a while. Yeah. I kind of thought you look better with a mask on. <laughs> well, only because <laughs> it's in black and white. Like I know what you mean because the mask kind of looks normal, but I'm thinking it must be like a white mask or something. Because uh, I bet if it was yeah, color, but when, yeah. when we when we saw her looking her best for like a couple of scenes, I yeah. thought you didn't think she looked angelic. What was that? You didn't think she looked angelique? No, I liked her better as Michael Myers. Yeah, well, you—that's that's your Ooh. thing, Michael Myers. Like you've got a thing there, obviously. Oh no! Keep the mask on, Joring, please. <laughs> no, I'd really like to take it off so I could keep it on. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking to Michael Myers there, or are you talking to <laughs> any anyone anyone who will listen, Luke? <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's crack on with the plot. So, um, key players: we've got Pierre Brasseur as Doctor Eugenesia. He's like the Frankenstein sort of guy. He's part owl, I believe, or he looks like he's part owl. He's got like little <laughs> owl ear hair, um, and he's got like a circle of glasses that look like owl eyes. It's, I'm sure that was what they were going for. For a um, second, I was thinking, is he part owl? <laughs> <laughs> so you miss, well, you maybe missed, he is. You missed that bit, yeah. No, he definitely yeah. says, I'm an owl several times throughout the film. Uh, Edith Scobb <laughs> plays Christiane Ganesia. She's the girl without the face. She had, she had an accident or something. I don't think it goes into too much detail. So, so what's her name? Edith Scob. Scob. Edith Scob, yeah. That doesn't sound like a very French name, does it? It doesn't sound like a real name at all. Scob. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my name is Edith Scob. Okay. Uh, and then Ali de Valley plays Louise, who's the Igor sort of character. She sort of helps the Doctor, loves him, I guess, in a way, takes on the mother... Like role in the, in the, in this relationship in some ways, um, it's kind of yep. she's almost crazier than the doctor, I think. Um, also, she dies very easily. She's got a very small health bar. Um, Spoiler she, alert! Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. She doesn't die. Maybe she does. Have to wait and see. She has a very small health bar. She does. She is like one of the smallest enemies yeah. in a in, in a game. All you got to do is just like brush her face a little bit. So a butterfly the... lands upon her nose. <laughs> she dies. Yeah, just one. Uh, it's like a one punch. <laughs> No, <laughs> one point. Um, uh, maybe Christiane is just so good and so absolutely nails that she could just take her out like that. Bang. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. yeah. Straight into the whatever that is in the neck that makes people die instantly. Yeah. Adam's up. <laughs> She's a girl. Oh, actually, we don't know that. She had an operation. Skin I live in. <laughs> okay. Uh, so um, the film starts. We've got. Uh, Louise, we've got the funky vaudeville theme park music, um, and then uh, and then uh, Louise has a body, uh, cobs it, scobs it in the river. It's a um, lovely, it's a lovely body dressed in a man's coat and hat. Yeah, and we just, don't in see case, the face. just in the case, face just in, no, just in case the police stop her and she goes, he's had too much in the back, and he just like yeah, dead. Um, <laughs> he's had far too much. He's dead. <laughs> He's had far uh, too much dead. Yeah. Um, and then, so he throws the body in the river. Um, the body gets recovered. They call... There's there's some sort of like, oh, the face is missing. It can only be one person. It's got to be Dr. Ganesia's daughter. They call him in, Mr. Owl himself, and he goes in. And he's, he looks at the body and says, yes, this is my daughter. There's another guy there who they thought it could potentially be his daughter. I don't know why. Maybe because she was yeah. missing or something. I don't know. It, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, he was a bit, <laughs> it was weird. It was almost like, it was your daughter, was it? <laughs> yeah, but it was weird because he said, the guy who, who came in, and then Dr. Ganesia said, it's my daughter. The guy said, when I got the phone call, I got so worried uh, that it was going to be my daughter. 
Uh, and he was almost like seeking uh, a bit of comfort from Dr. Ganesha. And Dr. Ganesha was like, it's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, so your daughter isn't there, but mine is. But you want me to comfort you? <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, so it's it is the... his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so, is so this yeah. The dad, is it the dad? So was he the dad of the girl who actually was missing, possibly? Yeah, yeah. He's the dad of the girl who's actually So that was his daughter faceless yeah. on the table. Yeah. Yeah. But And, yeah. and I, so what's Do- Dr. Ganesio doing? Just stitching everyone up left, right and centre? Pretty much, yeah. Jesus. He's a chaos agent. He's, uh, he's just there to cause havoc. He just wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> Um, we get, we go back to his house. We see uh, he's got like a big, nice house. And he's got lots of dogs. I don't know why he's got lots of dogs just in cages. Does it say he's exp- he experiments on them or something. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think it says that explicitly. But yeah, he's got loads of dogs in cages. Uh, maybe just likes dogs, but uh, in cages doesn't like it. Doesn't like him <laughs> out, out, out about roaming around. I like you dogs, but please stay at an arm's length in, in that yeah. cage. Um, oh, I want to go for a walk. Shut up. Quite now. <laughs> uh, he's also got. Uh, we meet the daughter. Do we meet her yet? Maybe we no, don't. Not not the funeral first. Right. Yes. They so, put the fun. Put the fun in funeral and have a lovely funeral. We're also introduced to Christiane's grieving fiance, who's also a doctor who works with Doctor Ganesia. Yeah. Um, I think we see. Louise talking a bit more to Dr. Gillespie now. Um, she shows like a scar on her neck or something like that. Or is that later on? I can't really remember. Um, but yeah, um, she, she likes him. I, I she's loyal she's, to him. Yeah, she's really loyal to him because he repaired her her badly damaged face at some point. Yeah. yeah. So we don't really find out exactly what happened to her. She's she got a scar like on her neck, um, which she covers up by wearing some lovely, a lovely load of pearls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we sort of get a little bit about their, we get a little bit of information about their relationship, and also that Dr. Ganesia has sort of been has been studying these newfangled skin graft techniques, and attempting them on various people. And he does explain to sort of, but he's doing some sort of talk. Oh to yeah, a, that reminded me of skin I live in. He's doing yeah, like yeah, talk exactly. about like skin grafting. Yeah, yeah, he's doing talk about skin grafting, but he says obviously there are certain methods that he's been experimenting with, but he uses radiation and you know the. Um, the, the subject usually can't live through it. No one puts their hand up and go, how do you know that, that human beings don't live if you've not... Uh... I've done well, it to loads of people, mate. I've done it on my wall. Wikipedia? It's just, just a thought. Yeah. yeah. 1960 Wikipedia was was, was hot Wikipedia. back in those days. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a man with a load of paper on his lap. And you have to go up to him and pay him one yeah. franc. Well, yeah, you could donate to him, but he... he... Keep doing what he's doing anyway. Does Wikipedia still do that when you try and use it? It's, yeah, it's the, trying to get at, the, at the top of the page, it just goes, yeah. Oh, could you please donate to me? Oh, not a charity, your charity case, Wikipedia. Yeah, I remember once it's really, really cold, um, and it, like super cold, it's like frosty outside. Me and Kat were walking home from the cinema, and we were like, Oh, I can't believe how cold it is. Imagine how bad it must be to be homeless. I'd hate to be homeless tonight. And a homeless guy heard us and he said, Have you got any change? And I said, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't have any change, though. <laughs> Luke, Con- Luke Condor's moral yeah. code. Yeah. Wouldn't it be horrible to be... I feel If there was a homeless person here right now, <laughs> I'd give him some bloody money. I would. I would. Hello, I'm homeless. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. What, do I, is my bus? <laughs> yeah. He said we need change. And I thought, you know, Donald Trump, Brexit, we do need change, sir. And I left him. <laughs> You are quite was, right. And this was years ago as well, and he was like, <laughs> "What? What's a Brexit?" Yeah, Luke Condor knew he was ahead yeah. of the curve. <laughs> kind of a cereal biscuit. Um, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> what, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, so I think at some point, yeah, they go home, and then we we meet uh, Christiane. She's got this with this kind of obscures her face for a bit, um, and then we do meet her properly, and she wears this. Creepy Michael Myers mask. It is a very visually, like a kind of a horror, horrific mask to look at. Um, you could do it up a right treasure, though, couldn't you? You could put makeup on that. You could put makeup on it. You could draw tattoos on. I mean, you could do that with your normal face. You know, make it like a kabuki not... mask. Yeah. Yeah. Just What's have that? like a different. It's like a Japanese uh, theater. All oh, right. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera. If she, if she, yeah. If she's feeling, if she's feeling frisky. Yeah, she could. 
she could play the Phantom Death quite well. Like she could put that on just in the house, keep herself entertained with the teddy bears. <laughs> with the teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she should be grateful if anything. Yeah. Yeah, she should. She's got a pretty wicked looking mask. Yeah. Badass. Pretty, yeah. Pretty sick. So yeah, she's roaming around the house like a recluse. And then she um and her her, her dad, Dr. Ganesia, sort of promises he's gonna restore her face eventually. Mm, yeah. I promise I will. I promise I will. I just got some yeah. things to sort out. Yeah. Um and then she she brings her fiance at one point. Um, who works with Dr. Ganesia at his clinic and she uh, hangs up without saying a word. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. I mean, that's yeah. just going to mess with his head, isn't it? That's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe put his PPI call or something. Uh, but uh, so then they say, I think, I think they decide... See, I got a bit confused on this bit because what's the name? Louise is out in a... She goes to like a train station or something and meets a girl. <laughs> So yeah. do you want to come back to our house? Or like, yeah. what? What is the thing? What is the game plan there? Like, I know the game plan is to get her to get her face off. Yeah, they just say, "Do you want to come back to our house?" And she goes back with him. Well, I think I she. We get the idea that she's befri- she befriends her over the course of a few days, maybe even like weeks, because right. um, she goes she goes to like a show with her, and then later on she she meets her in a cafe, and she goes like, "Oh, I found you a room," almost at like. You kind of understand that they've had obviously had a bit of a relationship between these two, and she's obviously gone. Oh, I need a place right. to stay. And she's gone. I know a yeah. room, and then so she's obviously built up. She, she's gained her trust. It's built not up a, a relationship not a, with her. Not a, how how you doing? Get in the car. She, she so, hasn't yeah. gone in, blown her beans, pulled, <laughs> kidnapped someone, and yeah, gone back. Okay. To, you know, she's yeah. playing the long game, which is good, I guess, because that's a, that's a good way of her covering her tracks. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she takes her back to the house. Where she's theme music plays as she's doing it, and I just yeah, yeah, and when she gets her back, she's clearly trying to still continue to play the long game. But Ganesia has gone. I'm going to chloroform the shit out of her. But this is the thing. This weird as well. Like so, Ganesia's. It looks from the outside looking in. It looked like an old married couple trying to spice up their sex life, and they got a girl in. One hundred percent. Do you want, a, get, do you want they, a drink? And they got a girl in. I'll tell you, I want to do tonight, bro. I I want to get a girl in. All right, I'll see you in a minute. I'll go get one. Yeah, my it did look bells would have been going crazy. But not as sinister as that. Like I, I, my alarm bells would definitely go off thinking I was in some sort of swinging scenario. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would never think. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I wouldn't be like saying, "Leave my face alone." <laughs> leave, leave my leave my pretty face alone. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna cut it right off. Uh, I'm gonna cut it right off like a piece of paper, which is pretty <laughs> yeah. much what they do. Yeah. So they uh, chloroform the shit out of her. Um, next thing we see, she's on a on a on a bed, faces out, and then uh, she's unconscious, and they're drawing, doodling over her face. Yeah. I think Christiane at some point watches them sort of take the girl into their lab. Yeah. Lab. Yeah. Um, we see a real face from it for a for a second or two, I think. When she go when she goes in to, to see the girl, I think doesn't she like like um, stroke the dog at some point? Stroke some of the dogs. I may look like a terrifying Michael Myers type, but I like dogs. And she strokes a couple of them in yeah. the key. Dog, the dogs don't mind her at all, even if she's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah they're fine. They're fine with her. They don't judge you, mate. They're- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't judge you. Dogs no. love you. Yeah. They don't like owls, but we'll get to that. Yeah. And, um, so if we get a sneaky peek of a face, it's still out of focus because we're, we're seeing through the POV of um, the girl they kidnapped. Um, and she looks kind of creepy. Um like literally is eyes without a face like just eyes and then like flayed uh, yeah yeah a bit like, a bit like Two-Face but um, yeah, Two-Face yeah. imagine Two-Face with one, one face, face but the bad but face but that one face is the bad <laughs> face yeah 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 oh, <laughs> bad a good face. face yeah yeah it's like if Two-Face held up a little mirror like that hey. yeah <laughs> yeah he um, could do that for like when he wants to look normal like if he's uh just in a car or something, looking out, have a mirror there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, Hello. I'll be dead. Yeah. So, yeah, so then Dr. Ganesier, um, who's got a lot of heavy breathing going on while he prefer, performs this graft, skin graft surgery. The blood look quite um, good. You know when he goes around with the uh, – I don't actually know how to do this. They go, they go around the line with the penknife, the scalpel. Human is some sort of tool that, like, disperses blood as it goes around. It looked good until Louise got in there with the uh, the brush, yeah, and it made it look like uh, ink or something. Like it, yeah, it, it made it something made it didn't look like blood. But um, was it chocolate sauce? Because I read somewhere that back in black and white days, yeah, I think back in the day they used the chocolate sauce for blood. I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. just a just a just a rumor, just an horrible dirty rumor, wasn't it? I mean, the sell <laughs> chocolate sauce was yeah. up. I mean. <laughs> So and then they peel the face off. Like it's actually quite well done, I thought. Um, yeah. They really take the time to like un unflap the face and then the, the nose, off, the nose like, comes like... off in one. <laughs> the, oh, the I, 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 I yeah. when a nose comes off in one. That's so frustrating. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Um, all the time, like you've got this, like the dogs in the other room are constantly crying. Like you just hear them whining in the this background. This is the thing. Like, if you're going to keep dogs, whatever you're keeping them for, whether you're keeping them for experiments or whatever, considering Doctor Ganesia is such a heavy breather. Yeah, and, that's why like, he doesn't want anyone to can, hear him. You couldn't chill out in, the, yeah. in that surgery because he, yeah. he was heavy breathing. And dogs were whining. And if I was that Louise, I would have been like, "Steady, steady, yeah. steady." <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he he's the kind of guy who uh, he probably has a CPAP machine going. <laughs> This is a regular theme in a horror hangout now. Like you know, a CPAP <laughs> this is the machine. Week in a row. <laughs> yeah. So he needs I mean, the dogs to drown that that sound out, I guess. But uh, yeah, exactly. poor guy, with apnea. Um, okay, so the, they they transfer the face. Um, it's a, it's a simple it's a simple copy and paste job. It is, yeah. Uh, so the the girl escapes. So she wakes up. Um, she's got she wakes up. Face. She sees Christiane for a second. Yeah, they should have done a scene from Batman where he holds up the she holds up the mirror and then she takes off the uh, yeah, 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 and yeah. starts like laughing really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been good. Yeah, I love, she... I love those I love those moments. Yeah. The slowly taking the bandage off. <laughs> I said, "Get me a mirror." Is that, that, is that Batman or is that Face Off? I feel like both the, that's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, Batman yeah. and in Face Off. <laughs> Get me a mirror. Yeah. I don't want to. You're not gonna want. You're not gonna like getting. Get me a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um, Always the same. I think it's really exactly the same. But then she, uh, so Ed, Edna is the name of this girl that kidnapped. She's, she wakes bandages all over her face. It's pretty horrific what they've done to her. She bonks um, Louise on the head with a bottle she's got from somewhere. Makes her up a boom noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds like a blow dart. She got a blow dart <laughs> yeah, from yeah. somewhere. <laughs> uh, she escapes, but she goes upstairs. Uh, Dr. Ganesi is coming after her and then we hear a scream puffing and wheezing and yeah. lumbering up the stairs he's yeah. not going to catch you she can walk yeah. away from him yeah but she she tries to fly uh, <laughs> jumps straight out the window screams this, this, is, a, this is another look before you leap moment we had yeah. it in a Suspiria there could be razor, razor wire. wire there could be 
yellow hairy hands. It could be a 30 foot drop. That's the first thing you want to look out for, really. Even before yeah. the razor wire. 30 foot drop. Because <laughs> what else are they going to do to her? You know what I mean? They've had her face off. Like, and they're keeping her alive for whatever reason. What else are they going to do to her? Chop her That's up into little pieces and put her in a dog food. Yeah, I don't know, actually, because there was one point where Christiane says um, they've got the, the chemicals to put dogs down. So maybe they'll just put her down. I don't know. They, they don't really go into that. It's almost convenient right. if she dies. It's, it, I mean, it's great for the plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she dies anyway, and then they, they get rid of the body, they throw it in the... Um, Recycling. <laughs> they, throw, they throw it in the whatever they call those things where mausoleum where oh, yeah, where yeah. the the other christian was buried so there's two of them now down there without faces um that aren't christian and then we go we go back to having dinner christian's face is healing nicely ben doesn't agree <laughs> uh better with a mask on he says um <laughs> yeah sorry sorry um edith scob i feel yeah. like that's mean but i mean this is my opinion i think if I don't think... like my opinion edith scob then you don't want to <laughs> shove it yeah uh, but it's like the, so it's, it's, it looks quite good. I mean, it's obviously like the actress's real face. Um, there's a bit where, um, or is it or is it, mate? Maybe is not. It? I don't know. Ganesia is like, uh, smile, smile, and then she does this tiny little, tiny little wrinkle of the, the lip, and he goes, Not too, not too much. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> as, if, <laughs> as if you go, ah, and your face just split in half and fall off. Yeah, you know, when you got like a, a shirt that's too tight. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> button pops and, and, it, and then suddenly do you do the uh, what's it, what's his name? Uh, Usain Bolt, and it just rips. <laughs> oh shit! It rips up his back. I was on a night out with someone once. It was a Halloween night out, and he had like holes in his shirt. You know, like how someone would just put holes in their shirt like they're a zombie or something. Yeah. And we were, we were somewhere, and someone walked up behind him and ripped his shirt in half. Just came off of it like tissue paper. And he just had, okay. had to go around topless the rest of the night. Was he was he quite ripped underneath? That was it. Okay. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> if, he's, if he's listening, which he won't be, uh, he's, he's in better shape now, I'm sure. Okay. Good. 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 Uh, okay. So. Really at mean some about point... people's physical appearances. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. We've been. I'm the wall painter, mate. I mean, am I? Come on. Yeah. We've got to be a little bit flippant in this show. It's just how how we are. Okay. So. Um, so Christian, uh, the doctor's like, yeah, it looks very good. And he has a location inspection. And he goes, oh. <laughs> like, listen to this guy. Like, oh. And then uh, <laughs> he's like, she goes, and then she goes, is it good? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. He just goes, <laughs> he goes, I fucked it. I, fu- I, have, I fucked it, haven't I? I've had a beast. I fucked it. I chance to move. And I've ruined it. That's exactly like, he goes outside and he's trying to remain calm. Go and tell Louise that he's fucked. <laughs> I've left a fucking scalpel inside. A vein, vein just popping in his head while he's going, everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at some point, uh, we get to like a little montage of like photographs of like the face getting worse and worse. I like and this bit. This, this, this bit for me was one of the n- nicest creepy little bits. Yeah. Like, so I like her, stuff eyes, her eyes are very piercing. And, uh, yeah, and I just like the way, not only her, it was her skin that was like degenerating, but it was also like her, she looked, the first one she was a bit sad. like, yeah, yeah, she looks I hopeful. got a new face, yeah. I can't wait to show off my new face. Next one, she's like, oh, it's, uh... <laughs> it's itching, it's itching. Yeah. It's probably, isn't that, that's in Face Off as well. I think Nicolas Cage or John Travolta or vice versa keep saying <laughs> the face itches. They always oh, go, oh, itchy bloody face. It's weird because I kind of feel like, like the skin is completely fixed to the, the the muscles and sinew and stuff inside. I'm sure you just can't just like put a new <laughs> face on like that. Yeah, can you? I don't think. I'm sure that's not how it works. In that's face off, mate, they've rude. got all the science right. They they even adjust their hairlines, modulate their uh, vocal cords. Modulate I their vocal like cords. Yeah, there's gold guns. It's, Used to. Perfect. That film is amazing. I've not Don't seen it in a long time. I had it on amazing. VHS. All right, I'll get it. I'll have to watch it again. I think but, at um, some point as well, John Travolta's when he is uh, Castor Troy, yeah, has sex with his wife, and I think <laughs> she she obviously has absolutely no idea it's a different penis. 
Shouldn't go. Hang <laughs> on a minute. Have, they must have altered that as well. When did uh, you get how, circumcised, uh, John? <laughs> yeah. When did also, you get when did you get uncircumcised, John? Yeah. When did you get well, a third testicle, John? <laughs> John, it sounds like a beetle. When did you get a third testicle, John? And uh <laughs> Schmickles. Yeah. Also, uh, like John Travolta's got a fairly big head. They must have like done some sort of head shrinking and head enlarging um to Nicholas yeah. Cage. Nicholas Cage got a he's got like a tennis ball head. There's there's some <laughs> fundamental differences there. He's like a Te- a white tennis ball with like a Lego cap on it. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> a white tennis ball. <laughs> you see, spray around. paint a white tennis. Yeah. They have definitely got different sized heads. I mean, this is the thing. Obviously, Louise in this film has scoped out someone and thought she's got the same size head as Christiane. Yeah. So Christ- yeah. I think Christiane's got quite a small head as well. Yeah, her head's like a little ball bearing on top of a pencil. Like, it's just like, it's really, it's minuscule. It and she's obviously found some. Yeah. She's found some of a minuscule head as well. And got well, got to get her involved. Well, it's like you know when they do the Great British Bake Off, and they put the pie, <laughs> they put the pie crust over the top, and they just yeah. snip off, snip off the excess. That's like exactly that, yeah. what they do. Yeah, you so can do this. <laughs> yeah, and then you put it in the oven. But then, um, the, but, but, but then the aisles would have been like here. <laughs> Yeah. It, it also like to say how like precise it must have to be. They use a very thick like greaseproof pencil on the face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very rough. Like his hands shaking as he's breathing. Very big, very big sharp. Yeah, exactly. He's, a, he's yeah. had like he's had like nine cups of coffee before before he's doing it. <laughs> it's kind of relentless. Yeah, in one of those big hats, just going straight in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you not Doctor Kinesia on there instead? <laughs> Kinesia, can you not just, just have a normal them. drink? Have a lovely mug. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna drink. Oh, everything's gonna be dispersed into my head, but he's too large. <laughs> plunge me, Louise. Plunge me. <laughs> I'm ready to do the operation. <laughs> oh, I love, I love like uh, a fresh beer hat. <laughs> Breath <laughs> yeah. Give her my face now, I'm ready. Yeah. No wonder it never fucking works. Oh, fuck it up again. <laughs> he just did it with a big industrial size. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so he fucks it up. Uh, Christian, Christian, Christian rejects the face. Goes back to the mask, as per the suggestion. Mask, you know, I mean, I'm assuming the face <laughs> just gets ripped off and thrown away. Like yeah, they just throw it and it slaps against the wall, <laughs> folds over itself and lands in the bin. I think for each feed it to the dogs or something. Is that real or not? No, okay, no. But uh, my, oh, my, my, <laughs> they should have had that shot. Yeah, my granddad said that he he had a tattoo once and he had it removed. I don't know the story behind it, but he didn't like it for whatever reason. And back this before, like a while back, it was your name. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, was, I was a bit of a little shit, and uh, he he had it like he said what he had to do. The guy like just scraped the the skin off like quite deep, so I bleed quite bad. And then he said <laughs> he just like got a piece of paper and like stuck the tattoo to the wall and said I can use that to sell more. <laughs> it's like a portfolio piece. And like I, don't, I don't think I think he's exaggerating <laughs> oh that bit. Oh my god! I think he was exaggerating that bit as Grandad Steve. Slab, but... Slabs of human flesh on the wall, like some yeah. sort of. Where was where was his tattoo studio? It must have been Mansfield. So it's understandable. Yeah, I can picture it. <laughs> it was like in the back of a news agent's yeah. like tiny little storeroom. Yeah, but he, yeah, I think, I think he exaggerated that bit. But the idea is that he took skin off, and he's and he could see the tattoo still on the skin and stuff, like a full, full formed thing. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but anyway, yeah. they throw they throw this this face in the bin, I guess. Um, yeah, it's rotting at that point anyway. Um, stinking the place out. Um, so then, oh yeah, so now we had like the little police side story that doesn't really go anywhere, but it fills up like half an hour. Uh, I say I didn't really have any interest in this. I mean, they were like incompetent. These police guys yeah. didn't they just like investigate? They're talking about their investigation. People with different, with the same sort of eyes, and I don't yeah. know what the eyes had anything to do with it. They want the face, don't they? Yeah, similar yeah, facial characteristics. Yeah, so they they had like a shoplifter girl, and then they were like, "You're going to go to court, and it's going to be really bad for you unless you do this thing for us. You're going to go undercover." Um, the the old fiance is because of his phone call. I think he's asked the police to look into it. Um, they put her into Doctor Ganesia's 
hospital care thing, which we only found out later in later in the film that it's right next to his house. I didn't yeah. realize it was that close. Um, I mean, talking about shit on your doorstep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just talking about it, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> talking about it, I mean, if you if you got to go, you got to go. You have I got mean, to uh, go. Yeah. Last go all the way up the all stairs. The time. Yeah. Look <laughs> um, <laughs> out the front door. <laughs> literally just taking her out. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, they they get this a shoplifter to go to his care. He says there's nothing wrong with her. He says she's allowed to go. I at this point I'm thinking, what kind of fucking doctor is Doctor Ganesia? He's doing like a kid who's got a headache, who's dying, who's like a pointless to the story. Um, he's got a girl who's got <laughs> headaches. Um, like what is what he also does like plastic surgery, I guess, and the skin grafting. What is he? What does he do? Headaches and skin, Luke, for God's sake. Come on, what's, what's, difficult, like... what's difficult to understand? <laughs> headaches and skin studied, yeah. He's got like the headache ward, it's like his own little personal hospital. He's got the headache ward on one side, that's just one room, pediatricians on the, on the, on the next side, and it's like, um, he's like the, the old fashioned booper. Like he is a private yeah. healthcare, I guess. Um, so yeah, so the girl leaves. Louise picks her up. Next thing we know, she's on the table. Um, the police turn up. Then they don't see anything, and then they say, "Okay, well, it's nothing. We'll leave." And then, at this point, the girl who they've got on the table, they're going to operate on her. What's her name? Lets her out. Yeah, Christiane obviously is is losing her bit. She's a bit like, you know what? I don't I don't think my dad's got the ability to sort my face out. I think he's <laughs> mugging me off. Um, yeah. He's murdering girls left, right, and centre, trying to find the perfect face for me. And to be honest, I'm beginning to love my new look. Yeah, at I mean, some it might... point, at some point, you have to stop your dad nicking faces. Yeah, I mean, my face might look like the inside of an asshole, but I mean, I'm learning to live with it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me saying that as her. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah that's not me not you let yeah okay i understand you yeah um, yeah just in case you got that backwards so <laughs> so then uh she lets she lets her out she runs away i think she makes it all the way out of the house can't remember um, well well Christi- christiane uh yeah. stabs louise stabs louise in the little in the little neck hole in the little neck hole yeah which seems like seems like she could have just i mean at this point she could have gone give her a slap <laughs> she could have yeah. uh give give her an uppercut she could have um, nutted. She could have nutted her, but she decides to stab her in the neck with a tiny little. I mean, right in the neck, and obviously quite good visuals um, because she did have a scar on her neck anyway. Yeah, so she's gone right. She's gone right for the weak scar tissue and stabbed her in the neck. That's um, that's the hole you make when people are choking. Like you don't yeah. die from that hole. Like although it's kind of emotional, Louise like is basically uh, feels betrayed. Like she's crying and says, "Why?" Because uh, like she's been tra- she's been trying to help. Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, not obviously not in a not in a legal sense, but yeah. she still she still has been doing. Like, she's put, been putting everything on the line, getting rid of bodies, kidnapping her girls. Heart, heart was in the right place. Her heart was in the right place, despite yeah. the fact she's a nutcase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she dies, and then the girl, the shoplifter, runs away, escapes. And at this point, she go. Uh, Christiane goes into the dog kennels. Starts letting them all out, lets some doves out, and then Doctor Gracia. Uh, we can't just uh, brush over that. We can't just brush over that. Let some doves out. I mean, yeah, what was the experiment on the doves as well? I mean, why? Oh yeah, there's doves there as well. Yeah, they kind of came out of nowhere. I that's like just that's literally just a nice visual. They've it was got, it was oh, a nice visual though. Yeah, like with, with the doves sat on the shoulder, they had similar faces. Like the, yeah, it was a nice visual. They might have just gone, oh, and he, and she lets out this white horse and rides away on yeah. it. You know, it's just yeah, it yeah. just added to quite to literally rides just away on one it. of the dogs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, the dogs. Doctor Ganesi opens the door. He hears the barking. Gets attacked by one dog. It's quick, very quickly, like there's dogs all over him. These dogs. No, I don't know how they this because they were properly scrapping. Like. Yeah. The dogs like, were fighting each other. They didn't, no, no one was in control of that scene. No, no. I like, mean, I'm sure it, was, it wasn't the actor who played Dr. Canessio getting mauled, but um, he was getting mauled by like 12 <laughs> different breeds of dog. They were all on top of him, and they were, the dogs were fighting each other. It didn't look like safe, like 1960s animal safety. <laughs> I reckon what happened was there was a guy who was just like, yes, I've been training these dogs quite <laughs> thoroughly. Don't worry. 
Eric just let them out, and the dogs, <laughs> the dogs actually started mauling someone. Goes, but, he just went, <laughs> but he just went, keep oh, filming, keep filming. It. It's, it's, it's gold here. Fucked it up. <laughs> fucked it, I know. Oh, fucked Ooh. it. You have fucked it, mate. But yeah. luckily, it's the end of the film, so uh, this guy's dead in real life. <laughs> yeah, it looks really bad. Eyes um, about a face, snuff movie. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's uh, that. That was the film. That's how it ends. Um, Finn. It says at the end. I don't know why. Finn. <laughs> which I don't know what that means. I mean, maybe that's just like. Uh, it's weird, just isn't the, it? The Finn point. isn't the full version of that word. It's like it's not like Finnish is the Finnish version of that word. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Finny. Yeah. Finny. 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 Finned. Finned. Ed. Okay, so. <laughs> um. That's the film. Yeah, do you want to do, you want to do some trivia? Yeah. Okay. I'm, up for, oh, I'm, always, I'm always up for trivia. Like I said, didn't have much time for this trivia. I think I did it in five minutes. And so, you know, low Mate, you've got, you got to put more effort in, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one. Uh, director John Carpenter once suggested that selecting the mask that Michael Myers wore on Halloween was influenced by Edith Scott's mask in this film. True or false? That's not true because it was a William Shatner mask, wasn't it? It was William Shatner. Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> it was a William Shatner mask. According to the trivia website, um, he, he once suggested that, that it was influenced. Oh, okay. But they look very similar. William <laughs> Shatner. <laughs> what did they do to that William Shatner mask? Did they... Um, I think it was just Leech a William. Sh- I think they just had. I don't know. Off the shelf. Did it just come like that? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it did, and I'm assuming they like sprayed it, like yeah, right, white, and then yeah. But other than that, it was exactly the same. Michael Myers also got a Star Trek uniform underneath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So um, number two, when the film appeared in the Edinburgh Film Festival in 1960, it was reported that seven audience members fainted during the surgery scene. <clears throat> Yeah, I can believe that. True. True. Uh, director George Frangie responded to say, now I know why Scotsmen <clears throat> wear skirts. And I was trying to work out what he meant by that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's... That's what you, like, non-secretary, right? Like, what is he on hang, about? <laughs> hang, up, hang about? What does he mean? Now he knows what's... Now, that means that, like, they went in there wearing uh, kilts because they thought, I'm going to faint. <laughs> and like, it's going to be an excuse to... For people to see my knob and bollocks. Like, or is he is he like sort of is he like having a go at them for fainting, saying you bloody wimps, and he's been oh, a bit sex and he's been a bit he's okay, been a bit yeah, sexist, okay. and he's gone. Oh, you! Oh no, no, you're even your men wear skirts. You load up bloody women. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. I I thought there was he's talking like a flashing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds it's yeah. a bit confusing. Yeah, yeah, but okay. I can see yeah. I can see what he means now. He was clearly just be, he was doing one. Is he French? The director? Is he yeah. French? Yeah, his name hate Scott hate, hate Scotsman. <laughs> his, uh, his name's George Franju. So I imagine the Fran in the name means France. <laughs> France Maybe. Jew. Yeah. he's got a, he's got a problem. <laughs> I reckon a Scottish bloke stole his wife. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Okay, number three. Uh, the film was used in several ad campaigns to show the dangers of getting one's face cut off by crazy doctors. Don't do it, kids. I mean, there's a lot. There are a lot of dangers, but yeah. you know, there was a lot of other stuff to worry about in the sixties, like free love, uh, free love um, poss- possibly getting some sort of viral infection, um, and get and getting mauled by packs dogs. of dogs. Yeah, so we're supposed to be on, like walking onto a film set and accidentally getting mauled by dogs. <laughs> Happens way too often. <laughs> <laughs> Kurtz! <laughs> Never seen him again. <laughs> that's the third mole in this week. Yeah. He was, he was one week off of retirement. <laughs> All of those dogs were. Uh, number four. <laughs> Director George Francis uh, never considered the film to be a horror story, but instead felt it was a tale of anguish. True or false? Yes, true. Why not? It's true, and this is like oh, so it's, oh, so it's the Scots, Scottish people who wear wear skirts, is it? Is it Mr. Fran, Mr. Franny? What's it? <laughs> Fran, Fran, Mr. Fran, Oh, it's a tale of anguish. Oh, it's a tale of anguish. <laughs> Stick it out of your kilt, Jaxie. It's uh, it's weird. That, 
Like, uh, there's been a couple of things where people said it's not a horror film, it's a film about something. That, like, there's people saying it isn't a horror film, it's a psychological thriller. But what, why <laughs> why not a horror Like, what's so bad about I calling think, something I a horror think, film? I don't think anything's too bad about calling something a horror film. I just think sometimes it's easy to just lump a film in with a lot of other crap by calling it a horror film. Mm. So, like, you go, oh, it's a horror film, and people who's whose perception of a horror film might be A, B, and C. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a slasher film or like a paranormal film or something. And then something like it, they might just go, if someone goes, oh, it's a horror film, you kind of think, oh, you know what to expect from it. But by kind of elaborating on what it is as well as a horror film, yeah. hopefully will make it stand out from the crowd for, yeah. for, like, for like more casual horror fans or maybe fans, or maybe people who aren't because fa- a lot of people hate horror films. Yeah. But you would consider it to be a film that like non-horror fans would enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just my two cents, Luke. I like it. Uh, <laughs> you should write an essay on it. Be oh, horror, be, being comfortable with horror. Maybe I will. Go yes. <laughs> okay, so number five. Uh, the film is actually set to be remade by Andy Muschietti, starring Piers Brosnan as a doctor. And none other than Stephen King as the faceless girl, Christiane. <laughs> <laughs> I was believing it right up until that yeah. point. Um, it could be half true. could be half true. I could have just added that, that Christiane snippet Aaron, on starring the Starring Aaron, Aaron Eckhart reprising his role as Harvey Dent. As one in, face. As Mr. One Face <laughs> with, with no, one. a vanity mirror in his hand. Yeah. Right, Charles. <laughs> there's a bit. There's a bit. Sorry to talk. This is totally irrelevant. Yeah, there is a bit in The Dark Knight when yeah. Joker is in is in the hospital with Harvey Dent, who's just been two faced. Yeah. And if you remember right, the Joker is in a fairly loose disguise as a nurse. He's got like the mask over his face, but you can still see the fact that it's the Joker. Yeah. Harvey Dent reacts to the Joker. He looks at him first when he's got the mask on and only reacts when he takes off the little mask. Who else would it be? He's got all the makeup on. You can see it's the Joker with a mask on, but he kind of looks at him and then when he takes the mask off, he goes, <laughs> I've not seen that for a long time, but it'll be like I, you I know what you mean. Yeah. You're walking into a room with a face mask over you and me just going, what have you done with Luke? <laughs> Wait, oh! Yeah. You have me. My mum used to do that. She used to... Like, <laughs> We used to like uh, we used to sat with her, and I was, I was really young, maybe like six or seven, and she used to do that and say, "I'm a monster," and it used to freak me out. And then like, and then she go, "I'm a monster." She wouldn't let up for like just a little bit too long. Like she was almost like taking a little bit too much pleasure in torturing me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then she go eventually after like I get like really scared. She say, "No, I'm not your mum." Too late, you'd already hit her. <laughs> yeah. By this no. point, yeah. But it's funny, I was running upstairs and jumping out the window. But, uh, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, I need to rate the film. See, I, I think this film is better than 1922 and The Babysitter by by far. But uh, I know I normally let you rate first, but it just gets out of the way. But I'm going to give it a C plus based in where, it, where I feel like it sits with the rest of these films that we watched on this list. Yeah. Um, it's a good film, and I do feel like I really, really love Skin I Live In. That's like one of my favorite films I've seen on this list, and this felt like the prototype for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It felt like the Skin I Live In light. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't really remember what I gave the Skin I Live In. I think that's another one where, after thinking about it and having, allowing that one to settle for a little bit longer, yeah. I definitely enjoy it a lot more. But yeah, this is I don't I don't appreciate this as much as the Skin I Live In. I mean, it had some good, it had some cool bits in it but I felt like some of the elements of the story where we kind of went with the police and stuff I kind of just I was I was losing interest I kind of wanted to stick if it was just all took place kind of in in the sort of um area the clinic the headache slash skin clinic yeah uh, I think I would I think I'd enjoy it a lot more um and, and even like Christiane's plight I wasn't even that bothered about it, do you know what I mean I don't know who I cared about in this film I don't yeah. think I cared about I don't really think I cared about anyone but at the same time I'd go for a C minus. Yeah. C minus. Okay. C minus, mate. Okay. C minus, mate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so that's it. That's the skin I live in. No, I mean, what's this film called again? That's Eyes Without a Face. 
<laughs> it's called the skin with eyes. The skin, the skin of a face without eyes that she lives in. Yeah. Two. Uh, so uh, next week we are going to do like Halloween special. I don't think we've quite figured out what we want to do just yet. We're going to do something about our favorite horror moments, our top ten favorite horror moments, so like in games, books, and films, and and uh, yeah, yeah, maybe something like the top ten things that scared us. Yeah. At some point, I don't know. We'll work it. Work this out. But if anyone's got any suggestions, yeah, for what kind of thing they'd like to like to see us discuss, you need to let us know pretty soon because we're going to be recording. Let <laughs> us know, like yeah. pretty much now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, if if you're listening, like, and it is not yet Halloween 2017, yeah, then, then please get in touch. But you know, yeah, yeah, we might just disregard your suggestion. <laughs> Uh, and then at some point the next on the actual list is uh, John Carpenter's The Fog and I've never seen it before so that'd be cool you've never seen The Fog maybe it's I good. have I don't know well I might, I might want to see the way you watch it and you go oh I recognise that talking of the t- talking of The Fog yeah earlier on when you said what horror stuff have you been consuming I've got John Carpenter's anthology movie themes yeah yeah it's on Spotify yet. I think so yeah, I'll listen yep. to yeah. Um which has got everything. So all the main movie th- all the main themes from like his most popular films, including The Fog. Um and it's lovely. It's a lovely eargasm. Listen. <laughs> Did you uh, listen to the Halloween music remake yeah. by oh, uh, Tr- Trent, Trent Reznor? Yeah. Atticus Ross. I did indeed. I thought it was great. Very good. I I love all that John Carter music. I listen to the um the Lost Themes album quite a lot. Lost Themes 1 and yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good sort of like, um, it's good writing music. Yeah, Because you're going to zone out. I can't listen to any film when I'm writing that's got any vocals in it. No. I tried a couple of times, but then I just... What are you saying? To, yeah. Start listening to the, like, the lyrics too much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, so uh, this show is brought to you by the Story Studio Hawk Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks for the guys over in the uh, Horror Hangout Portable Advisors Facebook group. Thanks to uh, listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a rating and review in iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. Oh, thank you, Luke. Thanks to the listeners. So thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.